my name is Wanjiko Omudo Halwengi and welcome to yet another episode on this and hard voice podcast. Life is learning. So let's live together. This is episode number 7. If you have noticed, I put out two episodes this week mainly because there wasn't an episode last week so just to keep up with the consistency we get to work a little extra this week and i'm not complaining because i'm enjoying what i'm doing so today's episode is dedicated to the victims of domestic violence and abuse i just decided to take it upon myself to continue raising awareness because sometimes the mainstream media would not run this kind of stories throughout there's a diversity when it comes to reporting news and recently we've not really had many stories of victims of domestic violence and abuse Uh, being in the headlines so i took it upon myself to just continue raising awareness in my small little way so back in july 2013 i wrote a spoken word piece during one of the long drives i had with my mother as i accompanied her to various field sites uh, to collect data from personnel and of course to collect samples from the field itself because she was conducting a research for her masters in environmental science and i was privileged to be her assistant so some of these field sites were very far away and we could spend many hours on the road and it was during some of these long drives that i would sit and 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 stare out the car window and go deep into my thoughts and so during that time i used to write a lot i wrote a lot of articles and a lot of poetry and that is the time when this all came together and i even dated it it was um in july between 7th and 8th 2013 so here goes i am his with him us with him I am me with him my fast true love him he is the missing piece that completes the puzzle the beat my heart skipped that first time he touched my lips he's the reason for that tingly feeling behind my neck when he held my chin and gazed into the windows of my soul now now it's black and blue as i awakened from a dream i called my life the white sheets the blue drips this bed it's the hospital again it comes back to me my body is tensed my heart is beating i'm screaming within i can't hear myself thinking footsteps getting closer it's it's him that slap made my brown skin turn pink if only the landlord had not called to ask about the blocked sink he'd repaired earlier or if only his granddaughter hadn't passed by to invite me to her graduation party maybe just maybe he'd be calm maybe he'd take it easy because i pressed his white shirt instead of his white t-shirt for his work day on monday 
Maybe he'd enjoy the pilau I had made for him since it was his favorite. Maybe he'd see the many things I do right instead of that one thing I may not have done to his satisfaction. And maybe, just maybe, he'd remember, remember the me he first saw during the long waits in the traffic jam as we each drove from work. Now all he remembers is how worthless I am, how stupid and incompetent I am. I am a horrible woman and worthy to be his wife. The blows, the kicks to my stomach, the way he pulled me by my hair and pushed me into our bedroom wall. Now his hands on my neck, as he stares at me without mercy, I am choking as his grip tightens, he's too strong, I can't fight him. Then, silence, it's all silent. I wake up and it's the hospital again. So here I am, wondering how we got here. He was my Romeo. I, his Juliet, his Bonnie, my Clyde, Kamachanda, Napete, we were inseparable. He was mine, and I, his. Movie dates. We drank from the same glass of juice. The getaway trips to Naivasha, Mombasa, Zanzibar. Late nights on the couch as we spoke of life, its aspirations and inspirations, the past, the present, and the path to the future, our dreams, hopes, and plans were all bright. He said it would be in sickness and in health, in poverty and in riches, to be loyal, to be loving, to be together as one till death do us part. I do. I I did because now i am his with him him with him nothing without him everything with him only him it's the third time grandma has had this same dream she worries for me she cries for me down on her knees as she prays for me she said i stood there overlooking the other me lying lifeless on my kitchen floor. It was bloody, everything a mess, evidence of what had been. He had ended it, his seeming hobby, his moments of glory. If only he knew we were two birds and he was one stone. My worth by Wanjiko Omudo Halwenge. After that piece, what I would say is that my heart goes to those who have survived domestic violence. I am glad for those who gathered the strength and courage to walk out, and I pray that you find eternal healing. For those who are in one, please make a plan. Strategize. Strategize a way out. Whatever is keeping you there is not worth it. Seek help in any way you can. For the perpetrator, I know this is a long shot, but if you have any love for anyone in your life, please, you owe it to them to do better. Abuse is learned, and therefore, all hope is not lost for you. Even though I have highlighted this topic through a woman's perspective, I know 
there are men out there who have or who are facing domestic violence and abuse, either physical, emotional, or psychological. We know you are there and just know that no human being deserves to live in that kind of oppression. You are worthy just by the mere fact of being a human being. Okay? Thank you so much for listening. I know um, my baby's voice has been heard in this recording. He couldn't keep quiet. I apologize for that. However, that is life. It's okay. I, I just hope that this message reaches someone and um, provides hope for whoever needs it. So thank you so much for listening and uh, creating time to tune in to this podcast. Until the next episode, remember to be kind and to love one another. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm.